Welcome to episode 54 of the Black Life Pod. I am Alex, and soon you also hear from Marcus and Brian. Full disclosure, we weren't able to record this week. I had some extremely minor health issues that prohibited me from doing the one thing necessary to do this show. Talk. I couldn't talk. But as you can hear now, it's all good. But we didn't want to leave you without something to lead you into your weekend. So I searched the Black Life archives and came across a show that was never released. This conversation was recorded in August of 2020, way back last year. This was even before we went live and began releasing shows. So because of that, it's a little less of a show, more of a test run, a little rough around the edges. The audio isn't as pristine as you've become accustomed to, but as usual, the content is immaculate. So we hope you enjoy this throwback, unreleased episode. At Black Life Pod on your socials, that's B-L-A-C-L-I-F-E-P-O-D. Follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And barring another unforeseen ailment, we'll be back with a fresh episode next week. Thank you for listening. We know you'll enjoy the show. I, love at first sight is a fucking myth. Yeah. There's lust at first sight. Yeah, there you uh, go. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, love right. at first sight. If she got a big old booty and you're like, yo, man, I would love to put my hot dog between them buns. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, that's not fucking love at first sight. <laughs> she didn't even say shit. All you do is looking at them damn cheeks waddle <laughs> back and forth, dude. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, you got a point there. Black life. Shoot, man. So what are we talking about? We're talking about love, right? <laughs> say it with so much disdain. Yeah, why? Yo. <laughs> so what are you talking about? You're talking about love, right? I mean, <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So love, love, love. Love. So, all right. One of my things is, you know, trying to figure out what love is and you know, obviously love is love is different, I think, for the different types of people and relationships you have in your life, right? So you, you're going to have different love for your, your family. You're going to have different love for your spouse, different love for your friends. My biggest thing, though, is like, I mean, I look at you guys and I think, you know, it proves my point. Uh, at least, but at the same time, you know, I, I question it like this. Can you actually stay in love? And I, I'm almost like, I don't. I don't think, I mean, looking at you guys, obviously, yeah, you can, but I think y'all just the outliers. I don't think you could, most people can stay in love with anything. I'll be honest. The only reason I'm probably still in my relationship is because something that I've had the privilege of being roommates with Alex in college and he's had uh, a profound. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've gone through some ups and downs, but like, um, I think me and Alex a long time ago we had a conversation about like uh you know after about 4 or 5 years you know you just got to it takes a lot of work and after you hit that 4 or 5 year mark it's going to get a lot tougher but you just got to work at it and even when you feel like that that energy might not be reciprocated you still got to work at it because you just might you just have to work at 
trying to reach that understanding, that that middle ground, and it takes a lot of compromise. And I hate compromising, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's just it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I've just I've been like you know I'm I'm older than um, going back to like love as far as like family and stuff. Like I love my family to death, but I was always I'm a lot older than my brother, so they were a lot closer. And when they were old enough to like, like your brother kind of, and sister were close. Yeah, yeah. My brother and sister were closer in age than my uh, than me and my brother were. And then me and my sister are twelve years apart. Me and my brother are eight years apart. And then okay. um, they're obviously four years apart. So they were closer. And then I was off at college, but I was always just doing my own thing, just because I was so much older, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And then periodically just beating up my brother, you know, just out of love. So, <laughs> <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, man. It's just. <sighs> It's a lot of work, man. It's a lot of work. So let let's start. Let's start since we're there. Let's start with the romantic love, and then we'll kind of work our way back. That don't exist. You don't say say that again. Yeah, what'd you say? I didn't hear what you say. Huh? What'd you say? Uh, huh? You said it don't exist. <laughs> I said that don't exist. I think I think in uh, in the initial stages, people get lust and love confused. Yeah. Cause you get that good feeling. You're trying to get the panties, dude. Yeah. I just, I don't know if I have, I mean, maybe right now in my life, I don't know if I have like the bandwidth or capacity to like love someone like that. You know, even in this, in this beginning stage of courting someone, right. Mm-hmm. It's just too much work. And I'm just quick to be like, fuck it. <laughs> I think people it's are worth- quick to demit. People are quick to dismiss it like that, though. But I think everybody's capable of, if we're describe, you know, romantic love. If yeah. We're going off of that, everyone's capable of it. I think that, I think that when you dismiss it like that, it's only because you can't say you don't have time for it. Because I think you just, I believe, I'm a firm believer in you just haven't find the, found the person that you're willing to, uh, you know, that's worth your time. Yeah, willing I mean, to put that time in for. So I, I mean, maybe I have some walls up. I, I'm not sure, but I you think thought it's, that you were. Were you? Did you think that you'd be capable of doing the shit that you're doing now? <laughs> for, <laughs> <laughs> no, my life See? has taken a turn. <laughs> uh, I mean, just in general, though, like I, I think it, it was a lot easier for me in like my early 20s, even before that, to whether it was lust or love, like it was easier to feel that or want to feel that. And now I guess I don't necessarily see the investment, at least right now for romantic love. Like the Um, reason for the investment? Yeah. Do you think your divorce has anything to do with that? I, I think it has a, I I think like 40, 40%. Yes. Um, that shit has ninety percent of it. No, I, I mean you are jaded as hell, dude. It's not that it's not that I'm jaded. That's just like looking back on you know even like some of my family members, right? I can't even a majority of my family on both my mom and my my uh, father's side. Majority of people are divorced. No, I know and, what you mean. Yeah, but I you know yeah I fall in that category too. But it's just but I think I think that. Um, the divorce and all that, that goes back, <clears throat> excuse me, to the relationship itself. Yeah. Um, like Marcus said, you have to find the right person. But I think love, like the feeling of love, like forget how good your relationship is and all that. After a while, like I, I, I think people are looking for 
what they felt initially when you were first getting to know someone and, um, you know, you're constantly finding out new things. But after a while, you think, you know, all you need to know. And what I've learned is you don't because every day is something new. So you have to do a little more to find out the new information about that person. And that's how you come to realize if and how much you still love them. Yeah, but he's saying that he's not the way he feels right now. There's no way it would be worth like investing the time into searching for something like that. Yeah, I mean, so one of the things I'm a believer that you shouldn't have to search. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I'm a believer too, and I guess it just hasn't hit me yet. Um, And maybe you're right. Maybe it's just haven't found that person just to steal my heart away. this uh, topic itself, or at least the theme of conditional and unconditional love, love um, affects all aspects of love in your life. And um, I guess I, I had this picture when you, you're in romantically or just you're that pure love, you have love unconditionally for whatever it is, if you're in love with it or mm-hmm. them or whoever. And, you know, after, you know, reading some things and, you know, just, you know, even watching some YouTube videos, it sounds like conditional love is mainly where people reside in and unconditional love just doesn't necessarily exist, even though that's how, to me, that's how love is always portrayed. Uh, I don't think it's always conditional. Yeah. I do think, um, well, maybe to a degree, but it depends on where your conditions lie. Yeah. Because I know if, you know, I go out here and kill somebody for no reason, like I'm sure Lena will probably leave me, (laughs) but that's a pretty far fetched (laughs) condition. You know what I'm saying? And even with that, I mean, why'd you kill him, Alex? (laughs) You know, like, yeah, but, um, I think the way you're looking at conditions, it's almost like if they have X amount of money, if they, can do this for me if they can do that for me, but that's not love. I mean, it's not love, but at least initially that's what I'm looking for. I guess that's stability in certain parts of people's lives before I can even. You're looking for those things now, but once you find the person that you might be head over heels for, you might, you know, just flip your shit upside down. Not like how it's flipping up now, but flip it right side up. I guess I should say then. You know, once you find that person, all that shit's going to go out the window. I guess back to Alex's point, the, the conditions have to lie. Like, I think the conditions have to be bracketed, like, within within the relationship. Like, Alex going out and killing. I ain't going to say I'm going to go out and kill somebody. I'm close to killing somebody, though. But and, uh, Alex going out and killing somebody is, like, I would say that's, a, that's like, outside of the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Like, conditions as, as far as, like, within the relationship, though. Like, as long as I think I think unconditional love is real just because some of the shit that Elise does and some of the shit that I've done that I would have never thought that I could do. Um, I've done without any conditions. So, or without expecting something. I, I would imagine it's different as you get older because I mean, when I was younger, I know, but I'm <laughs> just saying, but hear me out. Like for me and Lena, we've been together since 16. When you're 16, Damn. <laughs> when you're 16, 17, 18, like there's only so many expectations. Life hasn't really hit you lately. Like you're, you know, no. there's, there's other people and people talking about you and that none of that shit matters. But 
even through college, although we went to separate colleges, like there's again, there's only so much. But when life gets real, that's where you see where the love is. But I think the fact that we grew through so many things in our lives together is what what's helped us to this point. And I, I would imagine, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. Two people coming together with so much life experience and uh, granted 30, whatever, isn't that old, but it's enough. So I mean, you come in with holding all this baggage from previous relationships. I don't have previous relationships. My previous relationship is my wife. So any baggage I carry, I need to I mean, she's carrying it with you. She's been carrying it with you since right. the beginning. We so. both got, we both, all of our luggage and we got one bag and, and all that shit is together. Uh, yeah. That, and I think, you know, <laughs> that's what I'm, I think that's what I'm struggling with most. Like I, I've, I'm you don't trying to deal with other people's shit. Right. But it's just like, you know, when you see somebody carrying luggage and obviously, you know, they might be a great person, but do I fucking want to carry to help them carry their luggage? No. But I mean, you're right. I guess I don't know. I haven't found that person to do that. I mean, I have in the past, but now. But you haven't. Well, in the past, I have. I feel like the past. Then you would still be with that person. Well, I know what he's talking about. I think I do, too. But I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Ah, damn it, though. Uh, We both set him up for this one, though. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I mean. And I guess that goes with the conditions. Like there was a time and it was everything I think was unconditional and then it transitioned to conditional. And at that point for me, that's when we we started not being able to be together. Well, what, do you, what, 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 do you, what do you define as conditions? You know, when you, you, you basically, rather than loving someone, you know, without limitations or, um, you love them because they, whether they're good at something, whether they're, you know, you love certain things about them. You that, love somebody in the moment out of convenience. Yeah. Out of convenience, out of, you know, there's certain like attributes you love or lo- you, you tend to love or learn to love about them. But unconditional love is like, regardless of what they do, when they do it, how they do it, you're going to love them regardless. And what conditional love is basically if they do some wrong, well, that love may change and that your opinion and your decision to stay with them may change. Um, and I think the only, I really believe the only person that's not even person, the being that's able to love someone unconditionally is God. And most, I think, I feel like most people, if not all people can't, love someone unconditionally so our our conditions like do you view them as parameters or yeah like limitations or like a a checklist of shit that you have not necessarily a checklist it's just you know there's certain things you love about someone right Mm -hmm. the thing is that they do wrong by you if you love them unconditionally it's not gonna matter what they do to you right Okay, if so you love, if you're ju- if you're judging it by parameters, then yeah, sure, I guess I can agree with and that's that's what conditional love is. It's it's those parameters, right? Kind of conditional love, there are no parameters. This doesn't matter. You know, they can do literally that person you love can do anything and your love for them is not going to change. Yeah, that's that's a pretty I think that's a pretty radical definition. If we're doing that, you're right. Then all love is conditional. Yeah, by definition. Yeah, you're right. So I think I think what you need to what, what you realize is what those conditions are and where those conditions lie. If 
if it's like I say, something drastic, then that's about the best you can ask for. But I feel like conditions are more of a checklist type of thing. So like if she has this, that, and not even like the regular, not even if she pretty, is she nice? Like, I mean, like, does she, does she have her, like for you and, and for you, does she have, uh, how is she financially literate? Yeah. Got good credit score. 750 yeah. above yeah but but th- those are that's a checklist those are qualifications i mean yeah they get through they get your foot through the door like a resume yeah i guess i look yeah. at it a little more like parameters than i guess i guess i'd have to disagree i look at it more like parameters because after i think there's a certain i want to say like a you know like a test or, or something that like once you both like you get past that first phase then uh then it becomes like parameters like all right here's certain guidelines that i like to follow and then you find out that they like to follow these guidelines or you know you you discuss and figure out um you know what what you guys can uh agree on or disagree on and then uh you build the relationship around these parameters and then once you step outside of those parameters then yeah those are the conditions but within you love each other based on like this is what right. unconditional love, love is your, based yeah. on what we've what we've created between us right so you yeah you love each other based off conditions yeah that's why i say i look at it like parameters <laughs> though i mean yeah, if you look I, at it I, like I, I agree i agree with marcus um yeah if you look but, at it like but yeah you you have to agree on yeah. these are the things we both hold um, you cherish and value we cherish and hold, yeah value and hold important as far as how we're going to conduct our relationship at least i had like 87 of them i had like three <laughs> That's that's how most men are. (laughs) But you should, though, because, you know, you have to communicate so you guys both know what you're getting yourself into. I think for me, in terms of, like, let's say, conditional love, right? And I think this is a big thing that's been happening for me when I meet someone is that, like, for me, passion runs out, right? Passion for me, I'm not saying I quickly lose it. But there are certain things that someone may do where I'm just like, all right, I'm not, I'm not feeling you anymore. And um, I mean, not to turn this into like a, a venting session about you know my personal problems and shit like that. But I, I just, I, I don't know if I miss having someone there to love, like outside of family, if that makes sense. Well, let me ask you this: what What does love? What does it feel like? <laughs> what? What's love got to do with it? <laughs> right. right. For, like, like, forget all of the, forget the relationship in and of itself. What's the feeling you feel when you know you love somebody? Like when I know I love somebody or when somebody loves me? No, when you, know, when you know you love somebody. I mean, honestly, like I can't quite say I've, I don't know. Honestly, I feel like I, I remember what it used to be, but now, like the yeah, like these last seven. What did it used to be? For me, is no different. So what? What was it? You know, when I was like, rom- love, like romantically, you know, yeah, like I when love, I was in love, somebody everything. like I found myself not necessarily going out of my way, but like it didn't bother me to go above and beyond. But see, see, that's what you're doing. How did you feel? I mean, I felt great. I felt happy. I felt excited to always be with them and excited about life. And I felt, um, 
I think empowered. And, and you see them, they make your dick hard, dude. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, he's a, yeah, too. I mean, yeah. I mean <laughs> like say that you always want sex. Like that's, that's, that that's thing. Lust. Be- that's not love. All right. Well, whatever. Um, but I mean, like literally when I, when I remember being in love with someone, it was just like the synergy was always there. Like, you know, they're happy, you're happy, they're excited, you're excited. You know, things just seemed easy. And that's the, that's, that's the thing. That's anybody can do that. But I feel like things are easy now and I, things are harder. Things are more hard trying to court to get to that air get to get to that level of love and i think i just don't have the patience to walk through all those damn fucking hoops what what does what does love feel like for you marcus um hmm. i think love for me um i like and this doesn't happen a lot but i like the feeling of uh you know after a hard day at work you know uh on my way home i know that um, you know, just having somebody to talk to or somebody to listen, you know, Lily's is a great listener sometime. And, uh, <laughs> uh, just like, if it's like something like unbearable or even if it's like some, some days, if some like crazy shit happened, like I, you know, I get excited, I get excited and, uh, I'll text her and be like, yo, this shit was crazy. Like, remember I told you last week, like, and then we'll just, you know, have a conversation and kind of vibe off of some shit that we thought was funny, like three weeks ago, right. you know, or like, um, just, just kind of what all the shit that Brian's jaded about right now, <laughs> like, like just, you know, being able to come home to somebody and, and know that, um, or I'd be able to have that trust that I know that, you know, this person is only for me and, you know, mm-hmm. all that. You seem to look so excited about it. Cause I don't like talking about this shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> See, you mention this shit, let him open up. Right? <laughs> he trying, he, he trying. I was, I was trying, dude. I was trying. <laughs> no, you're uncomfortable. So, Brian <laughs> loving it. He like, uh, yeah. What else though? <laughs> nah, you know, just uh, I think I think uh, it takes like a certain level of uh, understanding to be able to, um, to connect with somebody like that. And like Brian said, if you don't, I mean, I think that's where the conditions play a part because. If they don't line up, then they just don't line up, man. You just, you know, either. So is love, is love hard or easy for you? Love is hard as fuck. No, 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 no. Loving is not hard. Relationships are difficult and people are difficult. True. I'm just, stay here, the feeling. For me, when, depending on, because we've, do we generally spend a lot of time together? Lena and I do. But for I don't get tired of her. I might get tired of, you know, like some some shit she does, like <laughs> leaving the drawer open or leaving. Yeah, I get the tired of open. shit at least be doing all the time. <laughs> Actually, a perfect a perfect like a way to describe that is like <laughs> I could be here playing. I could be here playing a game or something or doing something for the pot. And Elise will be sitting here doing something and not realizing, like, shoot, like, be tapping something or, you know, doing something crazy, like, <laughs> shit, some shit that's getting to me, you know? And I'm like, yo, I'm trying to focus right now. What's up? <laughs> you know? She'll be, like, she'll be like, oh, my bad. And then she'll be leaving. And I'll be like, oh, where are you going? 
You know, like, <laughs> I don't want her to leave the room. Right, I like just stop what you're doing. Just right. quit kicking the damn uh, walls. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it, dude. That's it. Right. <laughs> but I always, I always know, like, when I leave or, you know, she's been working all day, from as long as I can remember, I get the same feeling. I fucking miss her, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> that first time I see her after however many hours. Yeah, man. It's like, yo, know, sad. That's like, fucking wild. Fucking to me. lame, dude. No, that, that's <laughs> wild to me. Like, you just said you've been with this girl for, you know, your wife for 16 years. And 17. 17. It'll, be, it'll be 17, 17. this year. Ouch, old, dude. And, um, <laughs> it, it just, it blows my mind. Like, again, you guys are outliers when it comes to this, but I just feel like most people, and maybe I guess I'm not around people who have successful relationships. Um, but I just, it, I don't know, man. I just commend you because I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> those times where I've gotten annoyed at someone, right? I can't quite say I've missed them. <laughs> I'm like, I can't. Dang, dude. Brian be getting annoyed and he'd be like, yo, you got to leave. You got to go. <laughs> But the, but you have Brian to. Brian deals in absolution, dude. <laughs> it's like, right. That's it. You're, you're dealing. You're dealing with with a person, though, dog. Like, and people, regardless, they're gonna do shit you don't like. But like Marcus mentioned, it's all about compromise. Some things are just. It's just what the person does. Like Lena just right. leaves drawers and shit open. Like it's not really that. It's annoying it's, as much as it irritates me. Like it's not really that bad until I run into it. <laughs> but at this yeah. point I know the hurt, look, I know the look before I walk by the dresser. Shit hurt. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? It don't help when she leave the hallway closet open and I gotta go cause Layla crying and I run into that motherfucker. That's different. <laughs> then your ass start I'll be, be mad at three in the morning. You know what I'm saying? You know how but, mad I you know how mad I'm And then she'd be like, What happened? What happened? <laughs> yeah, man. Fucking driving to work with my damn I'm feel like I'm missing three toes because I stepped on a wooden block dude. because <laughs> ain't none of the toys picked up. You know how long the hour drive is? Cause I'm just sitting there steaming, dude. <laughs> my foot hurt, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I still right. love my kids. I still love my wife. You know, I still love them. I'm like, when I get home, dude, I just got to be a little more careful because ain't nobody going to pick up these damn toys. <laughs> you know, I ain't picking that shit up. So. <laughs> right. Elena got her shit about me because I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't, oh, yeah. I don't do my up. dishes right. And, oh, no, I always I, I'll, I'll be down. fucking up, dude. No, I'll be I tried to tell Marcus since college to put the goddamn seat down. Yeah, dude. I'll be fucking up, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fucking up. <laughs> but yeah, I, as far as that, you're dealing with a person. But as far as the feeling, I get I get the same feeling. Sometimes it's more intense than others. But it's still there. And with love, you have to... And this goes back to having a good relationship. You have to be willing to both grow individually and grow together because yourself is one thing and your relationship is another, but you have to bridge that gap. Yeah. So, I, I think yeah. in my, in my marriage, um, where even like another previous relationship too, where I, I personally felt like I either fell short or just the downfall of it for me was, you know, when, you know, I, personally I'm, I'm always trying to grow individually. Right. Um, but it's when they don't either, they want to grow together. It's just not at the same or not. That sounds terrible, but like not at the right pace almost. Um, but you, that's the thing you it's, again, it comes back to compromise. You have to, 
I believe be willing to to forego some of that shit sometimes for the greater good. Um, it's almost, you know, to bring it back to something current, it's almost like wearing a mask. Like, I don't want to wear a mask. Most people don't want to wear a mask, but those of us in the know understand that. My ass is wearing a mask all the time. We know, but that's, most of us understand that that's the right thing to do. And for everyone to have the world be somewhat, for lack of better words, normal, we need to wear these masks. And it's the same thing in a relationship. For us to be able to come together and do X, Y, Z, like sometimes you just, you just gotta, you know, step back a little bit or maybe step forward a little bit. I also think there's this trope that I hear a lot. Happy wife, happy life. Yep. It's bullshit. I hear that a lot. It's bullshit. That's to me, that's just the mark um, of a man that doesn't want to deal with what he needs to deal with. And then you become miserable because how you feel as an individual in the relationship doesn't matter. Yeah, you hear people say happy wife, happy life. I look like, man, that motherfucker is miserable. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, you know, there's people that, that say it just because it's funny. But Yeah, no, but why no. do you think that's actual, like, people do, and I fell actually victim to that too, you know, trying to always please them at the expense of myself. And I mean, you know, that's the compromise that I that I partaked in until I just couldn't compromise it anymore. But I don't think that's a compromise, though, because in order for two people to compromise, you both have to be willing to give something up. True. If it's happy wife, happy life, that means she's just getting everything she wants. Unfortunately, there's no rhyme for husband. That means she ain't giving up nothing. Hey, she ain't giving up nothing. (laughs) Nothing. Yeah, so that's not that's not a compromise as much as that's like a like relinquishing power. Mm. You know what I mean? Because if you just if then this this even goes with like kids, like it's the same thing. If you just let the motherfuckers run rampant because you don't want to deal with it, you just end up being miserable. And that goes back to having to put in work. It's a lot of work. I just got, I can't do it right now. <laughs> just can't. You'll, you'll know when you can. I don't even know if I want to. It's, it, yeah, that's the thing. You don't, uh, initially you don't want to. Yeah. It just mm. be, it becomes a thing. And being together for so long, in my case, like you have some, those sparks and that joy and stuff that you feel initially. The longer you get into the relationship, you have to create those. Like initially, the spark is already lit. Like down the line, you got to get a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> like you know? Oh, shit. That's a dope ass analogy, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah. Bars. It don't sound pussy either. That sound dope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that not necessarily change the direction of this, but this oh, is something ahead. I, you know, I wanted to talk about as well. You know, when you because I've I've I'm an expert in this field um, or this part anyway, but you know, how do you, obviously, I mean, I can't, maybe Alex, you haven't felt this, but um, you know, how do you know when you're falling out of love? Because for myself, I can, I, I knew exactly when I fell out of love, knew exactly when. What and was, yeah. What was the moment you realized? 
So, um, when I literally for, let's say for my marriage, when I stopped caring about what that person was thinking, feeling, doing, um, and prior to that, let's say that specific, and granted this was gradual. I wasn't like all of a sudden I woke up and, you know, just was like, Oh, I don't care. But, um, when I really got to the point where it was just like, I really can't stand being around this person, fucking hearing them breathe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, damn, dude. That's yeah, why she man. came up missing. Wait, what? Huh? Nobody <laughs> came up missing. Oh, man. Nobody came up missing. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, in, at that point, you know, communication breaks down. Intimacy for me is a big thing. And, if when sex isn't the same, that's how you know the relationship is fucked up. Uh, Not necessarily because, like for me, I know Christ, I, I I want no whack sex, dude. <laughs> no, we no. have amazing sex I mean, yeah, all the time. Was, <laughs> Sometimes for me, it's um, the other intimate moments, the hugs, the random hugs around the house, the the kisses around the house. Yeah, shit's all right, though. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I fall off there and she got to let me know, like, yo, you're not doing X, Y, Z. But that happens. Sometimes you don't want to be at home. I mean, I'm just going to keep it a buck. Sometimes it's like, I don't, you know, that's enough right now. But the thing for me is I always want to come back home. I always want to, you know, if if she's down, I always want to go back downstairs, you know? Yeah. Right. I think your relationship is only as strong as its weakest link. So if you can identify that weak link and make that stronger, something else is going to be weaker. But your weakest link, if your weak link is strong, like, you good. I'm the weakest link, dude. <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll, I asked... Uh, I looked at your series of questions whenever you sent that in the group chat and I, me and Elise was going through them a little bit and she said some real shit, dude. Almost, you know, she, she started, she would have cried and shit, dude. People was Man. crying. I don't know. <laughs> but, but, uh, <laughs> they could saw. No, I'm, yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, nah, when, when we talked, we were talking about that question, like, when do you, how do you know when, you know, love is faded or whatever, and we just kind of, we was joking at first, and then she said some crazy shit, and I was just like, "What'd she say?" She was, she said, uh, "You know, when it fades, when you you just no longer have the fight or the drive to continue, uh, you know, what it takes to maintain the relationship itself. Like when you, um, you know, the relationship has ups and downs. You just don't but, like them anymore." Yeah, but when, if you if you like like I'm sure like you when you realize that there was like a you guys had a small spat and you was just like I don't fucking care anymore you know it's like like when you don't want to rectify the situation like when you don't want to put all differences aside yeah and, and you work don't through it work through it that that's that's it right there so but to it, me to me if it comes to that you haven't been trying to work through it because it it's it's consistency. Mm-hmm. Because you're dealing with a person. You have to be consistent and understanding this, that, and the third. And then it might get to the point where y'all just ain't compatible. And that's fine. But I think, like I say, you're only as, as strong as the weakest link. So you have to almost be willing to 
step outside of yourself and be like, what would I think if I was seeing reflect, this dude. person? Like if I was looking like me as let's say my name was Al, like let's what up, Alex. Al? What what up, is, Al? don't do that. Like what is Alex doing that is fucking up the relationship? Yeah. You got to reflect on it. Right. But you know, it's funny to me. And you know, I've met some women where they literally just think they're fucking perfect. And then, you know, air all everything that's to blame for why the relationship's taking a turn is on the other person. And how do you, how do you, how do you convince, not even convince, how do you work through whatever's going on in a relationship if that person thinks that they're just the ultimate being? Yeah, shit, dude. Yeah. Like, I know women like that too, dude. Guess what? They still single. True that. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Cause again, it's it's a person. Like it all comes back to the person you're with. Yeah. And you, and again, I think it's different with you, Brian, because you you like women like that though. You like women with those kind of complexes, do you? Like, oh yeah, she is kind of the shit though. I'm gonna hit later. I'm gonna get I a mean, hotel and hit. I, <laughs> my my issue is this: like, I've been I I've realized like I I'm attracted to a certain type of woman, and I've yeah, coined them as ambiguous. The, yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> they got to be they got to be born outside the US. Um <laughs> but no, I uh forgot lost my goddamn train of thought. The kind of woman you're attracted to? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm attracted to alpha females, right? However, yeah, they, alpha male, how does that shit work? Yeah. But that's the thing, like and this is the issue that I I have generally. The women that I think are alphas, right? They are really beta alphas meaning they come across initially as an alpha Mm -hmm. when it actually comes down to you know the behavior of what it means to take charge and do things they're fake alphas so they're not beta alphas they're just betas yeah but that that goes back to what we've we discussed in the past you're seeing that representative so she wants to come off a certain way and that's the thing like once you get past that if you can deal with who the person actually is how long does that shit take i don't got time for that it changes (sighs) it changes i knew that lena was the one for me when we graduated 17 no when we graduated and from college and i couldn't find a job and I went years without being able to find a job. I could have went to, you know, Kroger or some shit, but that's not what I was. Not I didn't go to college for that. So why would I do it? Couldn't find a job. I was probably clinically depressed. I went to see a therapist. I mean, I wasn't diagnosed or nothing like that, but I went to see a therapist the whole nine yards and she held me down. You know, she just did what she could to help. And generally she's, she's a take charge person, but generally speaking she don't have to because i do but when i'm down she can and she will but i think for her she does enough of that shit at work so it's like when i get home i don't want to do it right right (laughs) and it works so again it's that give and take yeah but that that after that and i went through that and i started getting my shit together and she never held that shit against me because she saw that i was trying to do right and become better I believe I've never asked her, but, and then the same thing when she has, you know, her ups and downs and some shit happened to her. It's just like, all right, well, I got to take charge for whatever this is. And, you know, 
That's how it is. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. My shit is kind of trash. So I don't know. I knew. I knew Elise had like a big heart. I knew her in high school. We didn't date in high school, but I knew her in high school and uh, ended up dating her friend instead. But uh, it was the wrong choice. So, you know, uh, we reconvened in, in college and uh, <laughs> um, she she's I put Elise through hell, man. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> And just the amount of patience that she has, like I knew, I knew when, uh, when uh, I don't think I knew that I was ready to be married because we had a discussion like the pre- the previous year before before um, I left Ferris, and uh, my mom my mom uh, came up, and we noticed there was something different about her, and uh, about your mom, yeah, okay, and then. Uh, Leaving Ferris and everything that ensued after that, um, she's she's ride or die, man. So mm-hmm. she's right there with me the whole time, like at yeah, my I mean, very I worst. Didn't scare her off that too. She's like, your friend Brian's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and enough of that. So <laughs> just to piggyback off of the question, uh, what do you do to stay in love? Like, I want to ask Alex, like. Do you ever feel like, well, I know you feel like this, but <laughs> for the sake of conversation, like on days where, you know, like, you know, you might be, do you consider yourself an introvert? You're an introvert, right? Extremely. And there's days where you just don't, I, I hate, like, I feel like. Don't want to talk say, to the motherfucker? Yeah, like don't want to be bothered, but I feel like even saying that is like kind of extreme but like there's days where you just don't want to be bothered no, like, I mean, you just no, no, want to no, focus no. on fucking need to recharge yeah well what do you do when she doesn't want when she doesn't want to give that time though let me let here let me explain it to you okay so this is an example of as you grow you learn the person okay yeah. so when i ended up when i started working my routine was because i didn't have a car so um, whenever she could she would pick me up we would go back when I was living with my parents, we would go back there, you know, chill for a couple hours or whatever, right? But I wouldn't say shit for like two hours. <laughs> like we we leave, oh, how you doing? How was your day? Good, yada yada yada. We get home, I turn on the music or TV if my parents weren't there. Just I wouldn't say a word, just nothing. And she's like, "Why don't you talk to me?" I'm like, and it was at that point, it was hard for me to explain because I didn't know as well as I know now. I was like, I. It's nothing personal. Like, I just, I've been talking to people all day. It's nothing against you. I just need some time. Like, but she didn't know that because I wasn't working. I wasn't always talking to people. So when I would see her before then, before I got the job, it's, she's the person I'm talking to because I'm right. talking to my parents and then here she comes. I'm like, oh shit, what up, Lena? Yada, yada, right? Right. So initially that was a problem. Like, but now she just gets it. Like, oh, he's off in his. He'll be back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he'll be back. Okay. As far as when she don't want to give it to me, I sometimes I just got to take it. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, you know, like I can feel it. Like she needs that that attention, and I'm not in the the space to give it to her. So I'll be like, oh shit, I gotta. Um, I'm about to run to the grocery store. We need some eggs. Like, you know. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Like yo, I'm definitely just, saying that, dude. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> like, and it doesn't it doesn't yeah, it doesn't happen it doesn't happen often because at this at this point, like I can tell by how our schedules working. Like, all right, by this time we gonna need some time. So you yeah. know, get your shit together before then. But every once in a while, it's like I can see where she's at. I'm not there. In order for me to get there, I need to take 20 minutes. Yeah, I just no. Go ahead. No, I was just ahead. gonna say. I was just gonna piggyback off that and say. I know. Back to how you know you still kind of like the person, like only because like kind of like what Alex said earlier. Like I already feel like I don't spend a lot of time at home. Like my job is very demanding right now. So the fact that I know that I don't spend a lot of time at home when I when I am at home, like I know just like I mean y'all know me. Like I'd much prefer to be in front of a TV like gaming for like 10 hours you know just really <laughs> digging into some shit just right. people leaving me the hell alone right but like when i get home after work you know 14 hour days and shit you know like really all i really want to do is just shower eat and then watch a movie with her like right there's been days where like i don't do some of the shit i'm supposed to do because i'm like yo let's watch something you know like right. you know because and, some, you know, and sometimes being introverted like it's to the point now where it's like, I want to be by myself with her. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. Like, <laughs> no, are y'all talking or are y'all just. No. Like, no, she's just, just around. Exactly. That goes back to like her, like annoying me, but like, I don't want her to leave the room to stop doing that shit. You know, like <laughs> I want her around, you know, right. like, but just, you know, uh, how do you, they're my conditions, dude. <laughs> 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 they're my conditions. <laughs> what are you saying? Me? I mean, so like, I've tried to express this to multiple people, right? Like, <laughs> hey, there's going to be certain days or time of the days where I'm just like, yo, I'm probably not going to talk to you. Um, you can be around, but like, there's nothing against you. I just really need time just to just chill, right? Mm-hmm. But these people, these women, you know, they take that as, but I don't want to talk to them. Something's yeah, they take wrong. it personal. Something's got to be wrong. But you know? but that's the thing. Like that's something I've found in my life that has to be learned because by the other person. Because whether it's Lena or like her family in general is a very uh, they're very talkative. They all interact a lot, and I'm just I'm not built like that. Big crowds and all that shit. I'm not built like that. I'm a if I'm in a big crowd, I'm a listener for the most part. I'm chilling. I'm observing. Yeah, I would just observe. Yeah, that's how I. That's how I get my fulfillment out of those type of situations. I'm observing. I'm talking to two or three people. Right. And it was always, "What's wrong with Alex? What's wrong with Alex?" Or her mom, like, "How come he's not saying nothing? Is he mad? Is he sad?" What is? And but by, by that time, Lena knew. By that time, Lena knew. It's like, no, he's fine. Exactly. That's that's Alex. Like, it's nothing against anybody here. He's having a great time. <laughs> he's right. having a great time. Alex, <laughs> right (laughs) right but but that's something you got to learn because i believe we're socialized to believe you have to be talkative and outgoing and all that stuff like we're not we're not hanging out or spending time together if we're not constantly interacting yeah being around a bunch of people exhausts the shit out of me like you went to the riots dude <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't talking to anybody. I'm playing. And I wasn't I interacting with no, nobody. No, I understand exactly what you mean, dude. That goes back to Alex's point earlier, though. Getting yeah. off work, dude. There's days. Don't don't get it twisted. There's days where I literally did nothing but problem solve 
You just everyone like, else sit in your driveway all before day. you walk in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I don't mind. Like if I pull up to the house, like if y'all should know, like if I'm if we talking on the phone or something and y'all hear the car stop, I'm just chilling in the driveway, dude. Continue the conversation. I'm just chilling, dude. At least picking up the window, like, why are you out? <laughs> I haven't either. How come he hasn't came in yet? Yeah, yeah. I feel you. Dang man, I'm like that right now, and I don't even. (laughs) 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 I mean, chilling in my driveway, like (laughs) he would just be out there chilling. (laughs) This is your house, man. Just go in, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Right.